you find yourself worrying about what people will think about you when you're presenting your products or services? In today's episode, I'm tackling getting over that icky feeling you get when you're selling your stuff. Ugh, it's that time of day again. Time to get up and make someone else rich. Hi there, and welcome to the Build Your Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Thompson. Over the years, I've taken the skills I've learned as a dedicated employee in multiple fields and turned it into a thriving six-figure online business to create a wealth of my own. Now I'm here to teach you how to do the same thing. I share my successes and failures as an online business owner with you to help you avoid the pitfalls that can come with being an entrepreneur in the online space. It's my goal to help you achieve your success faster, adopt the right mindset for that success, and to show you how failing forward is all part of the process in building your wealth instead of someone else's. This is the Build Your Wealth Podcast. Well, hello again, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Build Your Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Thompson, and today's topic can be one of the most difficult things to get past in business and is by far the most important thing to conquer, and that is the fear of sales. To most new entrepreneurs, sales can feel really, really gross. It can be the most uncomfortable part of any business if approached from the wrong angle. And this is especially true if you don't believe in the product or service that you're selling. So much of this stems from the way we think about how we're sold to. I think just about everybody can think of a time they were sold to that made them feel like they just wanted to go home and take a hot shower because the salesperson just made them feel gross. And the reason for that is because that salesperson was leading with selling instead of leading with solving a problem. People don't want to buy a product or service. What they really want to buy is a solution to a problem. By solving a problem for your customers, you're helping them. And there's no reason at all to feel icky about helping someone solve one of their problems. So many times we approach sales as something underhanded or sneaky, as if we're trying to trick or guilt them into handing over their money just so we can make a sale or two. And it's that very feeling that holds you back from being able to grow your business to something bigger than your immediate circle of friends, family, and neighbors, or the occasional trusting soul who doesn't fully know you or your brand yet. I especially see this a lot in network marketing businesses. One of the main reasons is that people don't believe in or really love the product or service that they're selling. But the other reason is because they're looking at it through the wrong lens. If you think about sales as something underhanded or shady, of course you're not going to be comfortable asking your potential customer to buy at the end of your pitch. But when you change your perspective on the sale to something of value, you change the dynamic of the whole conversation in your favor. Let me give you an example. So let's forget about selling for a minute here. Say you have this certain shampoo that you just love and it's your absolute favorite. Think about the specific things you love about it and how you would tell your best friend about this incredible shampoo you just found. How would you describe it? You might say things like, oh my gosh, I just got this new shampoo and it's amazing. It makes my hair smell incredible and 
it's it's so clean and soft that after I use it, it just shines. I've only been using it for about two weeks now and my split ends are completely gone. Yeah, it's a little more expensive than the one I've been using from the drugstore, but it's made such a huge difference in my hair that I think it's worth every penny. Now flip your perspective. What if your best friend just described the shampoo to you? Wouldn't you be intrigued to know more about how the shampoo actually smells and what it's called and where you can get it and how much it costs? When you talk about something with passion, when you're recommending something to a friend, you're not being salesy. You're simply giving your friend some great information that hopefully can help them solve a problem that they might have. It's the same as when you go online to shop somewhere like Amazon. If it's a new product that you've never tried before, you're probably pretty likely going to check out the reviews before you buy it, right? Those reviews are the equivalent of a friend's recommendation. No, you may not know these people personally, but you're going to give more weight to the products that have lots of positive reviews, even reviews from strangers. But these are people who've taken the time to test out the product you're considering purchasing, post their opinion for you. They're basically little referrals. Or say you're considering going to see a new movie that just came out and you're not sure if that's the one you want to go see, but then your friend says, oh, wow, yeah, you really got to go see this one. I just saw it last weekend and it's amazing. Well, now you're a lot more inclined to go see that movie that your friend just recommended, aren't you? Humans by nature are pack animals. We do best in groups. This goes all the way back to early man when we gathered together for the safety of the group environment. We trust a product or service more when we know that it's been tested and approved by someone we already know and trust, and when that product or service helps us to solve a problem that we may be dealing with. So when you're presenting something to your audience, you really just need to show them that it's something that you believe in and how it's helped to solve a problem for you. By letting them know what a value it is to you or by presenting how it can quickly and easily solve a problem for them, you're not selling. You're building that like, know, and trust factor. Forget about the sale. Let them make that decision. Just tell them what you love about it and how it's either helped you or someone else so they can see how it can help them too. Be genuine. And don't just rattle off facts about the product either. No one cares about the 652 ingredients that go into that health shake packet. They want to know that it tastes amazing and that you got great results and so are other people and that you feel incredible when you drink it. They don't care about the checklist of ingredients. And when it comes time for the sale, and I cannot stress this enough, stay out of their wallet. Forget about what it costs. That is none of your business. Let them decide. This is so key. If you've got it in your head ahead of time that they're going to balk at the price, that's literally all you'll be focusing on when you're talking about the product or service. And that's going to come through in how you talk about it. Lead with how it can benefit them. Lean into the pain points and then present how your product or service will help them get rid of that pain point. Shine a spotlight on how your product or service can benefit them because when you're solving a problem for them, eliminating a pain point, showing them how this can help them do this, the ickiness of that sale goes right out the window. And just keep showing up. 
keep dropping little hints about that great new lipstick you've just been using or how that online course you've just launched has helped so-and-so be able to grow her Instagram account to 1,000 followers or whatever it is you offer. Be consistent and show up for your audience. Grow that know, like, and trust factor with that consistency. The more consistent you are and the more problems that you're able to solve for your audience, the more sales you'll make. And don't be ashamed to ask for the sale. Remember that by them purchasing what you have to offer, you're helping them to solve a problem. When you help that person, they'll tell their friends how you were able to help them, and that's gonna help grow your trust outward in this ripple effect, because now you're a trusted source to them. And when they tell someone about you, that person will already trust them, so that referral carries more weight than just a stranger stumbling across your ad on the internet. Keep in mind too that on average, we need to see something at least seven times before we even click on it to learn more and or to buy. Keep showing up and your audience will grow. Don't give up just because it's hard or uncomfortable because nothing incredible ever happened from within your comfort zone. So many people give up in the moments right before something amazing happens. And remember, the only way to ensure failure is to quit. But that won't be you. Not this time. The reason you see so few people being successful is because too many of us give up when it gets hard. It's the people that push past the hard. Face each fear with fire and strength, even when you're scared out of your mind. There is no courage without fear because courage isn't not being afraid. It's doing something in spite of that fear and charging through it to get to the other side and reap the rewards of that courage. I know it's not easy, but nothing worth doing is going to be easy. The harder the challenge, the sweeter the reward. So forget about the sale. Don't think about the money. Face your challenges head on. Be consistent and lead with a desire to help people and never, ever give up, no matter how hard it gets, and you will be successful. Embrace your fears and the sales will come. I'll talk to you again next week. Today's episode was sponsored by my new program, Designer in a Day. Do you get frustrated when you see all these great graphics in your social media feed and wish you could make something that looked as good as those? Do you see beautiful graphic after beautiful graphic and think, sure, those are gorgeous, but I can never make anything that looks like that? Or maybe you've hired a graphic designer to create your graphics for you, and you're tired of paying expensive graphic designer rates. Designer in a Day is a DIY course that was created to help entrepreneurs, just like you, with a need for simple graphic design skills on the fly. Learn from me, a 28-year professional graphic designer, how you can create your own eye-catching graphic designs and save money and time by doing it yourself. If this sounds good to you, then Designer in a Day is just what you need. Doors are open now, but spaces fill up fast, so make sure you get signed up during the open enrollment. To get signed up, go to enroll.designerinaday.com, and I'll put that link in the show notes section for you too, so you can go ahead and get signed up. So what do you say? Are you ready to become a graphic designer today? Hope to see you in class.
You've been listening to the Build Your Wealth podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Make sure you don't miss an episode by subscribing to the show. I've included any links to specifics mentioned in the show in the show notes section below so you can easily grab them there. I hope you'll consider leaving a review for me and let me know what you thought about the show and if it helped you or resonated with you in some way, I'd love to hear about that too. Thanks again and I'll see you over on the next episode. To your success.